time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Time to rock and roll on another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Stroll here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you throughout Greensboro with an office on Mears Chapel Road. You can find him online at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, great to be with you again on today's show. Ready for another good one? Absolutely, Walter. Let's do it. We're going to approach today's content from a little bit different perspective. You know, a lot of the times we talk about, like, uh, just recently we had the frequently asked questions comment, or we'll have, like, common retirement mistakes or common questions, this and that, blah, blah, blah. On today's show, we're going to approach it from the other angle. The things that nobody ever says to you, all right? So these are things that you probably never hear anybody say when they come into your office to meet with you. So something a little bit different for today's episode. And uh, there are some great reasons why you never hear these things. And we're going to see what great discussion this leads to and some good education, I think, as well on tap for today's show. So here's the first lesson to be learned from something that nobody ever says to you in the office. And of course, if you ever have actually had anybody say these things, please let us know. I'd be interested to hear that story. Uh, But someone walking into your office and saying, I really regret putting money into that Roth IRA every year. Man, I just really wish I hadn't have done that. Anybody ever actually say that to you? (laughs) Well, no, Walter. I mean, I really haven't had anybody say that to me because obviously what what do we have when we have a Roth IRA? You know, we have money that's already been taxed. And when the money comes out, you know, it, you know, with making sure I, there's there's a there's one little caveat. There's a five year rule. So money has to be in there for five years. So in, in, in order to or the account has to be established for at least five years to look at all of the money as being as being tax free. But, you know, that said, when folks are looking at their Roth IRAs, they're thinking about that's some of the money that they're going to they're going to look at possibly taking distributions from, you know, way down the road. Right. So normally that's not, that doesn't really come into play. But most people really like the idea of tax free and being able to have tax free growth on, on the money that they've put in there. So that's not something that, you know, that we hear, you know, very often, although I will tell you that that I have I have had some, some folks come in and we start doing some analysis and they have a fair amount of money set into into Roth accounts and very little money into the deferred accounts then in looking at their you know their social security income and so forth we you know and then doing the analysis I've seen situations where folks actually should have should have had a little bit more in tax deferred money because they were going to end up in a situation where, you know, in as much as the Roth distributions, you know, do, do not get, get added into their adjusted gross income. And, you know, and, and then when we started looking at uh, their, other, their other streams of income, we, were, we found that, that their adjusted gross income was going to be way below what their, what their deductions were going to be. And so they were actually having deductions that were going to waste. So, you know, and that's, a, that's more rare, you know, than, than is common, but at the same time, those kind of things do happen. And so when we want to look at, you know, what do you put into a Roth and what do you put into pre-tax, you know, a lot of people just instantaneously think, well, Roth is better because, you know, ultimately in the end it can be tax-free. And what I would say is, is, well, it depends. And, and the idea is, is that we want to have the right amount of all types of money, right? For the vast majority of folks, they want to have at least some money in tax deferred, and then they also want to have you know a fair amount of money in in uh, in tax free as well. But we need to think in terms of what's the right balance. And so in general, folks don't really ever say you know well you know I regret putting this money into my Roth you know every year. 
But in that case that I was just going over where they actually they actually were having deductions go to waste that they actually did say, wow, wow, if I had known that I wouldn't have put as much in there. And so that's that's the that's kind of the point that we've been trying to make over a number of different podcasts. And that is like you really need to do some planning and, and to do the right types of diversification and, and make sure that you have the right kind of the right amounts of money in each type of account so that it can be as efficient as possible. But you're right, Walter, in general, I very rarely hear people say, I, you know, I, I wish I hadn't put money into that Roth. Yeah, saving uh, additional money has never really been a bad thing to do for anybody. It just uh, it's always always good to save more in most ways. Now, uh, there's another angle we can take this in uh, a little bit different. You know, somebody coming into your office, Glenn, and saying, you know, in retrospect, I should have spent more and saved less over the years because now I don't know what to do with all of this money before I die. You ever have anybody say that in the office? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't think I've ever seen that scenario, Walter. You don't hear that one. You know, more often than not, it's like, you know, golly, I mean, we, you know, maybe we should have, you know, watched our pennies a little bit more or that, you know. But, Only um, a true but, miser you know, who had funny. a change of heart would be in that uh, in that vicinity, right? Yeah. You know, folks in general, you know, it's just like, you know, they're going to want more later. Right. And so and, you know, and of course, things are going to cost more later because of inflation and so forth. So in general, like you say, you just don't you don't hear that one. I have had folks say, you know, hey, I, you know, I, it's like I don't want to have a whole lot left over, you know, you know, when I pass away or whatnot. And then, of course, that, then, then that gets into an interesting conversation because it's like it's like, well, if you can tell me, you know, how long you're going to live, then we can maybe kind of figure it out. But otherwise, that we, you know, we, we better assume that you're going to live a long time. And if we're assuming that you're going to live a long time, we obviously want to have as much saved in those accounts as we can so that they can enjoy the lifestyle and, and, and do the things that they want to be able to do. Great points, Glenn. And uh, that one kind of goes right in hand with that first one. Uh, let's change gears a little bit here. And uh, kind of a comment that you probably never hear in regards to life insurance. When somebody comes in and says, you know, maybe after a loved one passed away, uh, perhaps a husband dies, you know, the life insurance payout that I got when my husband died, well, it was a little insulting because it's kind of like he thought I couldn't handle the finances without his help. Hmm. Right. I don't think that, yeah. that that ungrateful tone is never taken by anybody in your office. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, in terms of, you know, it's, it's always a kind of a traumatic thing when somebody passes. And, um, you know, but I've never I've never talked to anybody that was was upset about, you know, receiving, a, you know, a, a death benefit from a life insurance policy. Right. I mean, because there's always there's always, um, you know, something that you can do with that and, you know, and, and position it so that it's more helpful and, and, you know, and eases some things that could be more difficult without it. Or if it's extra money, then it's the then the ability to do a few more things or possibly be able to, you know, to do more things for the causes that you care about or be more, you know, more charitable or possibly be able to do thing, more things for, you know, for kids or grandkids. I mean, it's it's you know, I've never I've never, ever had a scenario where folks, you know, said to me, gosh, you know, I mean, that, that you know, just was, you know, that that was that was silly. We shouldn't have had that. You know, it, it's it's always it's like, you know, it's it's actually the other way around. It's like, man, I'm really glad we had that. Sometimes we wondered whether or not we should. But but um, it's it's evident that it was that this is a good thing that we had that we had that insurance in place. All good things to think about, Glenn, when it comes to, you know, setting our loved ones up for success in the event of our passing and uh, certainly is, you know, a good decision to make. And yeah, nobody's going to be complaining about that later. It definitely will help with that transition in so many different ways, both financially and it helped facilitate the emotional component, too, because you're not having to worry about that financial component as much. 
Uh, let's uh, take another angle here. These are the things that nobody says when they come in to meet with Glenn. It feels really patriotic to pay more taxes than I have to. You know, so I, I just don't enjoy finding ways to pay less. I want to be the champ of paying taxes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never heard that one, Walter. Folks are always looking, you know, well, how can I, how can I save on taxes, right? I mean, as as we do, as we do, um, you know, we do tax preparation, and you know, and, and we do tax aware planning here, you know, and and that's a, always a question. You now, you know, how how can we save on taxes? You know, you know, are we paying too much? You know, are we getting all the deductions or the credits? Or you know, how can we position things such that we don't have to pay as much now or possibly in the future? You know, and and it's you know, it's not it. Folks don't feel more patriotic by sending more money to Washington. You know, it's it, and and it's you know, and obviously it's not. I mean, it, you know, the tax code is what it is. The law is the law, and you should pay what you owe, but not you know, but p- try to pay nothing more than that, right? And so it's you know, it's it's certainly it's certainly something where where folks you know, everybody that I talk to is just like let's 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 see what we can do to reduce that you know now and in the future. It's it's similar, Walter. I you know I've I've never had a scenario where folks wanted to be giving more money to the nursing home if if something happens and they needed long term care. Right. I mean, those are those are two things that, you know, taxes and, and, and long term care costs are two things that, that you know, this is nobody wants to have. Right. And so, you know, so a lot of the things that we do is we do you know, we, we help folks in terms of the planning as to how do you know, how do we, you know, you know, offset those things or hedge those risks and, you know, and, and, and lower the, and lower those uh, you know, those potential uh, those risks that are out there that, that you may be sending too much here or there. And so to you know, really preserve your, your wealth and, and your and your income for you and for the people you care about. And, um, you know, we, we just have to make sure that we're doing the right things, you know, around all the different planning. But, you know, like you say, we, we never hear those things. And, 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 you know, and that's and that's a good thing. Right. Because, you know, folks, folks should do things that are in their best interest and in the people that they care about in their interest as well. And so it's always a good thing to try to be as efficient as you can be and, and you know, and take care of those things. That's very true, Glenn. That's a that's a big one. Uh, interestingly, no one ever puts Uncle Sam as their beneficiary, but so many people's plans are structured in a way that Uncle Sam will still become the biggest beneficiary of their portfolios. And that's what we definitely want to try and fix. And, and nobody has that mentality. So why don't we make the plans match the desired mentality? That's a, a, certainly a big lesson to learn. All right, last but not least, boy, 2020 was the year for you if you like this comment. Again, things nobody says in Glenn's office, though. I love those big market corrections. It's like a really fun roller coaster ride. 2020 and 2008, probably my favorite years. <laughs> yeah, you're, well, again, Walter, you're, you're exactly right. You know, you don't hear that one. That's something that has never come into play. You know, folks, folks obviously want want things to be more. You know, they, they just want things to be smoother, right? Particularly in, in the retirement years. Now, I have talked to folks. You know. In cases where, you know, they, let's say that, you know, as you know, most of the folks that I work with are either, reti- you know, are retired or retired or retiring or retiring soon. But, you know, I have talked to folks that were, you know, back when we think about 2008. Well, that was, you know, that was 12 years ago. Right. Well, you know, it's like if somebody's you know, 65 now, you know, they were, you know, they were obviously, you know, in their in their 50s back then. I have had some folks that were that were really, you know, astute. They say, you know, well, that was that was one of the biggest buying opportunities I ever had, and you know, in my in my working years, and I was able to buy a lot more shares at lower prices. But that's that's a pretty rare comment, you know, and pretty rare that that, that folks will, you know, will. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll actually say that. And in retrospect, they, they'll say, oh, well, yeah, that turned out well, but it was really scary when we were going through that. 
But certainly when we're when we're when we're closing in on retirement or we're already there, it's something that, you know, I, I'm not yet to meet anybody that really wants to ride that roller coaster. You know, it's it's like, OK, that was better when I was much younger and I still what it really wasn't all that much fun. But I but I was able to get through it. If I have to ride that roller coaster now, I'm you know, I, I, I have really d- doubts about you know how that's going to turn out. So obviously we're, we're wanting to try to, uh, you know, avoid those big those big corrections in your portfolio. Obviously, we, we can't make the market market do anything, but we can position your portfolio in, in such a way that that big market corrections have less impact on you as as you as you're in retirement. And that's, you know, that's a lo- that's a large piece of what we do and the kind of the planning that we do for folks. Obviously, we were a bit over the top with some of these things that nobody says when they come into Glenn's office. But uh, again, kind of like that example with the uh, the tax situation, so many people have their plans actually structured in a way that you would think they might say these things in the office. You know, Nobody's coming in and saying, I love those big market corrections. But if you look at your portfolio, it might say something different. It, it's had quite a few roller coaster rides over the year. So try and think about maybe some of the lessons that this draws out. Is your portfolio matching what you're thinking, what you're saying, what you're desiring when it comes to your financial life? And if that's not the case, it might be time for a free consultation and a review of your retirement plan. You can set that up with Glenn by going to roadmapfinancial.com and clicking on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. That's free uh, That's free consultation. That's the word that you want to look for at the page and go to roadmapfinancial.com to do that. Or call 336-291-3535. 336-291-3535. Thirty-five, thirty-five. Glenn, thanks for the help this week. Enjoyed it, and uh, we'll do another show next week. How's that sound? Fantastic, Walter. Look forward to it. All right, very good. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 